From MediaCorp and OneUp Media, this is Post Love. Essays on love, life, and everything in between. Maybe it's not marriage. Maybe it's love. I just hope that someday someone would love me. Well, but I've only loved one man. Love. And I've got a hunch I'm never going to feel no other kind of love. So when you meet someone in university and you fall in love and have a wonderful relationship that's not perfect, but it's pretty damn close, what do you do after graduation? You're not going to settle down and get married, are you? When one of you is bonded and has to work in the city for five years and the other gets a job overseas in Shanghai, breaking up is the only thing you can do. Well... That was Olivia's view. And Olivia, she's a smart girl. Andrew's the first to say it. Smart, beautiful, independent, ambitious, cute, and funny. Olivia could even make dull things fun. Just staying at home and doing nothing would reel in a barrel of laughs. But to register for a flat seemed a little too much too soon. Even for him, and definitely for her. And yet, he didn't want to break up. He loved Olivia. And he thought Olivia loved him. Don't you love me anymore? (laughs) What? (laughs) Do you want to get married? She asked him. Do you not want me to take this job? Andrew hated to admit she was right. Are you ready for the hardship of a long-distance relationship? Because I'm telling you, Olivia said. I'm not. Been there, done that. He went to America, I was left here, and after three months, it was over. We didn't even make it to his winter break, which he then decided he wouldn't come home for. And then I met you. Andrew remembered. You didn't answer the question though. He persisted. Oliver gave him a look. Andrew burst out laughing. Of course I do, but... She started singing the song. I don't want to be Just another ex-love you don't want to see Andrew thought she was listening to Taylor Swift just a little too much. He also thought the point of that song was to stay together. But sometimes, there was no point arguing with Olivia. They discussed it deeply. Over lunches at hawker centers, dinners in the mall, while they went on hikes, and while they studied for their finals. Sometimes, they had long text exchanges when they weren't together, each doing something else. And sometimes, they had video calls late at night. While talking, tears often filled Olivia's eyes. And sometimes, Andrew felt like crying himself. So we break up, pretend we don't know each other while we wait for five or six years working on our careers and... Andrew paused. Because this was the part he hated the most. Date other people? No, we we stay very good friends and yes, we date other people. We may even be in relationships with other people. Remember when we met? I just survived my breakup. You were seeing Grace? 
It was a period you had a thing for Grace, remember? It was a few dates, hardly a thing or a period, Andrew said, brushing Grace away. Olivia's plan was for their relationship to revert to what it had been. They would talk on the phone occasionally, not too often. They would live their lives, and they would never talk about each other's love lives. What? Andrew burst out. Good friends talk to each other about their love lives. Olivia shook her head. Not always. You don't tell all your friends all the aspects of your life. And just like that, graduation day arrived. They marched in their robes and gowns in the heat of July. When Olivia stood to get her academic award, the skirt of a bright green halter neck dress underneath showed a little. And for some reason, that momentary glimpse delighted him. Andrew was surprised to find his heart quicken as he clapped his hands. She looked out at the audience, caught his eye, flashed him a smile and then winked at him and stuck out her tongue. She loved his slow, shy smile and there was nothing she liked more than making him laugh. As he smiled at her, feeling mirth bubbled up inside of him. He held up a heart sign. It was inconceivable they were even contemplating breaking up. But break up they did. It was horrible. A sloppy mess of teary eyes, awkward well wishes, and final embrace that felt like it came much too soon. Yet having talked about it and argued for so long, they were both at least outwardly ready. They did not see each other that much afterwards, not just because there was an unspoken agreement, but also because they both got busy. Olivia had to shop and pack for her move. Andrew had to get ready to start his job. And when someone organized a send-off dinner for her and two other friends who were leaving, Olivia and Andrew sat on opposite ends of the table, waving hello and goodbye, not wanting it to be awkward for anyone, especially not themselves. No one could tell how Olivia was painfully aware of Andrew's every move. No one saw the way Andrew had to restrain himself from attending to Olivia when she had to leave. Olivia didn't even share her flight details to Shanghai. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard British Airways flight 706. Andrew did not offer to send her to the airport. Boyfriends did that, not friends. Outwardly, everything was fine. But there was a deep sadness felt on both sides that they each admitted to trusted friends. How do you go from knowing every detail about a person to all of a sudden not knowing anything at all? Olivia said, even though she knew this had all been her idea. Andrew dialed her number and stopped halfway almost a dozen times. Just wanting to call the whole thing off. But somewhere, each found the strength for a possible somewhere down the road when their past and romantic fates might intertwine again.
He received the first email from her on his second day at his new job. Olivia was carefully carefree, nonchalant and jaunty. It was about the people in her office, her commute in her new city, her apartment and the things she liked and didn't like. Finally, she signed off, Take care. No love, no hugs or kisses. It was over. Her email inspired him to compose a breezy email of his own, but it was one he didn't send, not until two weeks later. Life went on. Andrew's friends were the same ones he'd always had. They told him to move on, start seeing people, get on a dating app. And he thought, maybe later, when he felt ready. As for the friends they shared, it seemed like they had been briefed. None of them mentioned her or whether she was seeing people. He assumed they didn't talk to her about him either. And they never asked. It also meant they did not pay special attention to each other's social media posts. He hardly posted anyway, so it wasn't a problem for her. And he hid hers just to get used to not having Olivia in his life. When she came home for a bit to be with her family, she did not call or text him. By the time he'd heard she was in town, she was already on her way back. I'll see you with the gang next CNY, she said. Once, she video called him when a favorite band had a new drop, and they talked about it for an hour. Another time, he texted her to ask about a movie that had just come out. Sometimes, she sent him a funny line. Take care, they said to each other. By the second year, someone at the office had asked him out. And not having any reason to say no, he said yes. It felt good. They started to hang out and he soon found himself in the beginning of what could be a relationship. But he was taking it slow. He assumed that Olivia was seeing someone too. A guy had appeared quite a few times on her IG. He started posting about Yvonne, who was lovely and easy to be with. This time, it was Olivia who hit him. And out of nowhere, Olivia texted Andrew. He happened to be out with Yvonne, but when he saw Olivia's text, he felt his heart turn just a little. She was telling him about her new job. More money and a great company. After one year of training here, I'll be posted back there by the middle of next year, I think, which my folks are happy about. They continued talking about the other people in the group, about what they were watching on Netflix, and then Olivia said lightly, I'm still coming home for Chinese New Year, so I guess I'll see you then. On the second night of CNY, he got her text. Book at Tima Hike at 6am tomorrow. He assumed they'd be a group, but when he showed up, she was the only one there. Come on, let's walk and talk, Betty, she said. Bossy, he retorted. And they caught up. Puffing and puffing and laughing. <laughs> All the way up Bukitima Hill. He found out about someone in the new company named Dennis. She found out about Yvonne. 
but not in great detail, which was the only way to do it. When they got to the top of the hill, they gazed at the view in the horizon, the same as it had always been, only just a little different. Olivia bent to tie her shoe, and then glanced up at him and smiled. So, we're okay, right? She asked him. He nodded. We are. They didn't have to say it. They cared about each other, maybe even loved each other. But they had made it out. They were both young still, with so much still ahead. Yes, they were each with other people, and it was fine. A pang of nostalgia, an ache of missing, a surge of affection from out of nowhere. Still the faintest of glimmers that their fates would intertwine again. But it passed. It was manageable. And even though the end game seemed unlikely, there was still a chance, still a possibility. Because really, who knew anything about anything? They both thought about that as they made their way down the hill in companionable silence before parting ways with a heartfelt, take care. And neither of them thought about the other again. At least, not for a while. And truth be told, not for very long either. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Post Love, brought to you by MediaCorp and produced by OneUp Media. If you would like to share some feedback or share your own stories, drop us an email. Our email is found in the description. This episode is produced by Yo Guangjin, audio engineering by Ethan Sam, voice by Gloria, and script by Noel. Special thanks to executive producer Danny Cordy from MediaCorp. We hope to see you again soon in the next episode of Post Love.